1: Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. To- Today's May 2nd, the time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy NPC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, uh, please raise your hand. Uh, not hand, but in the Zoom. And let our team know that you're a newcomer, if you have never asked a question before. Please let our team know. Kiran? You your, if you're a newcomer, you have to put your camera on, guys. Kiran, go ahead.
2: Hi, Rahul, thank you for taking my call. Uh, In October, 2020, I had downgraded my EV2 to EV3 along uh, with Mm I-485 to Texas Service Center. After 18 months, I got an RFP asking for original firm labor certification. Uh, It says we will accept expired labor certification for amended or duplicate, but because we have not filed as amended, we have filed as a new petition, what are my chances of approval? Really? There, I'm just stressed. <laughs> um, is there any specific USCIS policy which clearly states that downgrade petitions are allowable with the allowable with? No, the,
1: there is nothing like that. Um, there's this policy from the USCIS that they will accept the application if the I 140 was ever been filed before. So you can write that policy. The other thing, what you can do is. If you can send, can you send that RFP to me? I want to take a look at it though. Just for my general knowledge purpose, purposes purposes. Okay. Sir.
2: I will, I will um, you right now. Yeah.
1: I what I would do is I would file a freedom of information. Okay. And you will in the in the I-140 petition and you'll get the labor certification approval there. And then tell them, look, your original labor is with you, dummies. Here is a copy of the original labor that you sent it to us.
2: We have a copy of the firm because I'm the the employer.
1: I know, but I still want to get it from USCIS and tell them look, the original is with you, dummies. Okay. Okay. And there's in the law, it's required, it's not required to submit the original. They they can, uh, you don't, you can still, even though it's a new application, you don't have to submit the original. You can still file it after six months. There's a law that clearly states that thing. So what I'm telling is instead of you submitting the copy of the labor though, I want you to submit a copy of the labor, you get it from the immigration.
3: Okay,
1: okay? In that way, then they won't, they can't say that we don't have it or whatever they want to say, okay? okay? But I want to see
2: the RFA. That's very surprising why they gave it. Next person please. Uh, Rahul, Sorry. I, can I ask one more question? Go ahead. Um, I have filed, uh, refiled an entire new petition for EB-2. Uh, if something goes wrong with the EB-3, does it go, on, does it go on to have I'll be or? very surprised
1: something will go wrong with the EB-3 because you didn't submitted the original labor certification though. The reason is that there are hundreds of other thousands of people that submitted like that. Right. Okay. I'll be very, very, very surprised if yours will be denied because of that reason. Now, it could be denied for other reasons, not for that reason.
4: Okay.
2: okay. Now, because I submitted an EB2, a new petition, it's been only 60 days. I I got a uh, letter from the USES. Uh, The the biometric has been waived. Uh, I still want to maintain my non-immigrant status. status. At this point of time, if I change my employment and maintain my H1B with the new new employer, it said... Okay, you're going more
1: than questions that you're... It's a, it's, you may want to have an appointment because you only filed I-485 60 days ago. Okay. I'll go to the next person. Okay. Sorry. Mohan, that. Two questions per limit, guys.
5: Uh, Mohan. Hey, Rahul. Um, yeah, this is a smile. I have one question. So uh, my uh, I filed uh, my, uh, I mean, the H-4 extension for my family in December before the expiry date along with the first-time EAD. So, what happened is the family has to go to India two weeks before, and unfortunately, the H4 got denied today. So, I suspect that it could be because, like, they went to India and out of status. So, I am meant to receive the document uh, stating... The whoa, 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 whoa,
1: wait, wait. When did they went to the outside the country?
5: Uh, three weeks before, uh, and the H4, uh, it was uh, denied uh, today. Ah, okay. H4 is denied today online. Okay, yes. got it. Yes. So, and this week they have a Dropbox appointment in India and they are going to uh, drop the documents with my primary applicant's uh, H4, uh, ISO 9 zone status. I don't so see will any, there be any... I don't. I don't see any problem. Okay. And in uh, uh, and in future extension, should we keep the denial notice? Uh, while filing No, you don't, just... you don't have to. You don't have to. Okay. And one last question. Uh, So, uh, I think uh, the I-9-4 was expired in January 2022 and they stayed in this country until April. So, during this will be considered as an illegal stay or it is okay?
1: It's considered a period of authorized stay. It's okay.
5: It's okay. Okay. And the EAD and they
1: will be giving You said that's the last question. We'll go to the next person, please. Two questions, guys.
6: Priyanka? Hi. Hi Rahul. Thanks so much for your time. Can you hear me? Okay? Yeah, good ma'am. Yeah. Awesome. So what happened, like, my question is regarding uh, H-1B cap exempt. So back in 2018, I used to be working with an employer A who filed an H-1B for their parent company, employer B. Uh, The petition got approved, and there are some timelines that I want you to know in order to let me know whether I'm cap exempt or not. So November 2018, I submitted resignation to employer A, and then on 11th... Wait, wait,
1: wait. November 2018, you submitted... Is this, is this a cap exempt company?
6: No, it's not. Uh, Like my lottery was selected and it got approved. Uh, approved? Sorry.
1: When was it approved?
6: It was approved with a notice date of 11th November, just five days after I resigned. Yeah. And then
1: Okay. 11th November, 2018, it got approved.
6: That's right. Yeah. And then I have the approval notice as well and it was approved with change of status. And then my last day happened with that employer, uh, like my my employer. So basically I want to know. And last just, day,
1: when, when was the last day?
6: Uh, November 16th.
1: So on November 11th, you had the H-1B approved with the I-94.
6: Yes.
1: And November 16th is the last day of employment. That's right. Okay.
6: So, uh, and then somewhere between the two weeks notice, they sent out a revocation notice, which due to my resignation, and then I left. Is US. it
1: after November 16th or before November
6: 16th? It would be before November 16th. They have written a revocation before. Uh, Do you November...
1: know, is it after November 11th or before November 11th? Uh,
6: most likely it is before November 11th, but I'm not quite sure. Like they didn't let me know, but I think it's before November 11th. Uh, but th- Yeah. So I have the notice date for, like, I have all the approval notices and stuff. Got it. Got it. Yeah. 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 So now I want to know, like my current employer now wants to file an H-1B and I'm not sure whether my case falls under cap exempt or not. I have, I was never. What research
1: status you are in?
6: Right now I'm outside US.
1: I would try. I would Uh
6: try. Okay. Okay, so uh, basically I never had an H-1B status throughout and I was in F-1 like during the whole time. So I'm That's not That's fine, sure. ma'am.
1: That November 11th and November 16th are the ones that are working in favor of you. So there's only minus point is if they have sent it before November 11th, they have received it before November 11th, they have acted it before November 11th, which doesn't look that it's possible. Uh, right. So I would try your H-1B in a cap exempt.
6: Got it. Got it. So how, like, do you know if like, if it has a probability of approval or not, because I really, I would
1: say about 95% probability of approval.
6: Got it. Got it. And let's say, uh, like, I don't know how my current employer would take this. Like, you know, I have just. Uh, don't tell. You
1: don't have to tell him all the things.
6: Uh, but then how would they know that they need to file an exempt or not?
1: You just need to give them the H-1B approval.
6: Oh, perfect. Awesome. And then just in case I want to like, you know, consult you for more, like how would that work? Like you can,
1: um, you can, um, my team will give you a link. You can, uh, you can follow the link. Okay. Next person, please.
7: Uh, hi Rahul. So I, I did a downgrade of in 2020 from EB2 to EB3. And then in December of 2021, my case got moved to NBC from Nebraska. Uh, So on April 1st, my date became current again. Uh, But in between, I took a promotion. So my lawyer filed a 485J for the job portability. I'm with the same employer. I haven't changed any employment. Uh, Mm
0: -hmm.
7: But she forced me to do that 485J. Once we get the receipt number, she wanted to do the interfile request. Um, Mm -hmm. But... Uh, before we interfiled recently, uh, my K- my 485 got approved. So does this cause any issues? What, what is-, is your priority date? Uh, 2013, June. When was the green card approved? Uh, it was approved like uh, four days ago. Do you have the approval notice with you? Uh, I don't have the hard copy it is coming in mail this week uh, but I have the online notification saying that it's approved and card was mailed
1: once you once you get the green card though check whether it says e2 e27 for your dependent if that means you're good if it says e3 though
7: then I would recommend that you have a consultation okay so if the code checks out to be fine then nothing to be done Nothing uh, to be done. There are some people, even though they have not upgraded, we have seen them
1: getting approved under EB2. Okay? okay, so you
7: may be one of them. Okay? okay. So even though if, let's say if it's in the right code, do I still have to interfile or like, interfile doesn't matter anymore? No, 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 no. If it's in the right code, you don't do anything. You flip a burger in McDonald's or you be a Microsoft CEO, whatever you want to.
1: Don't come to immigration law, you're good. If the code is wrong, I want you to consult an immigration lawyer. Next person, please. Most probably your code will be right. E2, E27 for your spouse.
8: Next person, please.
6: Last number
8: is 9237. Yeah, hi, uh, Rahul, my name is Raju. Uh, So my wife and me, we both went to uh, Israel, Tel Aviv. To get our H1 and my H1 and her H4 stamped uh, for the okay. petitions. Okay. Yeah. And when so at Tel Aviv uh, uh, mine got approved, so my H1 got stamped, but uh, my wife's H4 uh, came as uh, I mean, the status shows as refused. But uh, it uh, they said that you know you you have to wait. It's under admin processing. And uh, you have to wait for some. So we could not wait in Tel Aviv. So for so long. So we um, we had a. I mean, uh, we had our visas valid till uh, the, from the old employer till June. So we both came back. Mine was stamped, so I had no issue anyway. But the uh, question is, what about her? Did you, did you check with her? I ninety four. When the I ninety four is valid? I ninety four valid till eighteenth October two thousand twenty three. And when is your H H-4, one H-4. expiring? Uh, 18th October, 2023.
1: So her I-94 is also expiring in October of, 2000, uh, 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 October of 2023. So she got permission to stay here until October, 2023.
8: Yeah. So, uh, my question is about the visa. Um, when can we, uh, I mean, when can we go back? I mean, why was it refused or when can we go back and get it stamped for her?
1: You need I to say when stamped. can
8: she, when can she go back and get it stamped? Yeah, because the application is pending with the consulate. The DS 160 is pending. They stamp to my visa, H1 visa, H4 so visa, if they, the, they have not. Stopped. I got it. Whenever
1: they call, she can go at that point of time. That's one thing she can do or she can apply in another consulate. You don't belong to Tel Aviv right? No.
8: She can we go to a... another
1: consulate and get this stamp. You can go to India and get the stamping too.
8: But is there a risk of uh, having a refusal again for her?
1: Refuse, they just wanted to inquire about it.
8: But uh, it, that, uh, status is showing refuse. That's why I, my question was. But they said it's an sir, right? Not a refusal. No, the status is saying uh, refuse, Raffel, in the DS-160 status. If you see the DS-160 okay. website. Well, okay. then
1: <laughs> then you, she can still go to India and get the stamping done. Okay, so not, nothing grave to worry about, right? Nah, no, nothing grave to why did you have the idea of going
8: to Tel Aviv, though? Uh, no, actually, we wanted to vacation and get it stamped both at the same oh,
1: time. Oh, that's that's a different issue, though. Okay, okay. okay then uh, my Next second, question. just go ahead, op- open it. Uh, go, ahead. go ahead. What the is second question?
8: What is the perm waiting time?
1: Six to eight months now.
8: Okay, because mine Filed on November twenty second, but still nothing has come. My my attorney should saying-
1: be approved six to eight months. You'll be fine. Okay, next person, please.
6: Mahesh,
4: um, hi, hi Raul. uh, I have a, like a approved I one forty with my old employer uh, May twenty fourteen, and uh, I changed the company. Uh, a company. It's now it's a full time company with the employer B. Uh, they have filed for my perm, uh, like uh, my prevailing wage in July 2021. Is that the
1: May 2014 EB2? EB2, yes. Okay, keep going.
4: And uh, uh, like the, my, they have filed for like a perm in April 2020, like a couple of weeks ago. But uh, now I want to change my location to like a, now I'm in Michigan, but I want to change it to North Carolina. So, and my current H1B is uh, valid until 2023, February. So I have like a both questions. Like, when is the right time to file for H one amendment, and also with the location change? H uh, one what...
1: amendment need to be done before you change the location. Okay. With regards to the green card, though, uh, where did you file the Palm Labor from?
4: Uh, the Palm Labor from Michigan, and uh, like uh, the location I'm going to like North Carolina. Yeah.
1: Okay. Mahesh, listen carefully. And I said, listen, don't respond to me. You intend to go back to Michigan permanently at a later date. Is that right? The answer is only yes. Uh, yes. Thank you. If you if that's the case, you don't need to file a labor certification again with North Carolina. But if your answer is no, then we'll make Richard then you will have to file a labor certification again
4: okay the my only intention is to uh, have the green card uh, i know but yeah.
1: uh, you will only so you want to go back to michigan at a later date right yes the answer is yes yes thank you and
4: a little bit a, long like, time so what one, one more major. say for example like in the other way like a, uh so that is the only option, right? If I want to like uh, not to... That's, the...
1: that's, yeah, but if you if you are a HR will say there is no job there in future for you in Michigan, then they have to file in South Carolina again and it's going to take two years.
4: So the thing is like the, the current job I have is like a remote position so I can come back to the same location and I can... Yeah, but you have to tell
1: them you're going to come back to that position. Even yes. though you're going temporarily, you're going to come back to the position. Yes. Okay. Don't tell that your remote position is permanent.
4: Okay, so my like uh, on the same question, like, so do you have to file on the new location as a like a? Uh, they said like if they are going to. If
1: you if you agree with me, and your HR mm-hmm. agrees with me, then I don't see any problem.
4: So you in, agreed with in, me. Mm-hmm. So, but in the H one, like, uh, do you have to? Is any way...
1: H one is a different issue though? Don't apply the rules of soccer in the cricket. Okay, we can catch the ball, there they cannot, right? So the rules are different. So in the H-1B, you can go for the for the green card. In future, you told me that you want to move to Michigan, then you don't need to file a labor certification again. You can file a 485. You may have to give, some of the lawyers will ask you to give the same thing in writing. Next person,
9: please.
10: Thank you. Reem?
9: hey uh hey Raul, uh thanks for uh, uh, your time uh my question is uh, uh i i have a uh, i filed the uh, my gc application 485 downgrade uh, 2020 uh, uh it was downgraded ev3 priority date uh, june 2013 um i think i i got the uh, my green card approval uh, uh, i did not do Uh, the upgrade uh, application, which is interfiling. Can
1: you show me your green card approval? Uh, Can you read it for me, please? Sure. You have the green card approval with you?
9: Yes. I I have also card uh, with me. uh, Can you read it? Does
1: it say the code is E2 or E3?
9: Uh, the card, uh, the code, it says E26 for me and E27 for my
1: spouse. And when was it approved? When was it approved?
9: It was April first, sixth, uh, uh, April sixth. When my priority date got current on April first in EB2, but my underlying uh, I485 was EB3 because of the downgrade, and I did not remember. I, it-
1: I know, I know, I know. They have an authority to approve it in EB2. Do you have a problem with it? <laughs> I don't think so. You do. Um, so you got the approval in EB2. So you're good. Okay. Remember, there is another guy who was asking the same question. So I was, I was checking with him whether it's approved in EB2 or not. I was, I don't know if you were there 10 minutes. Yeah, ago.
9: I was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The and, same thing uh, was
1: asking. So if it's an EB2, don't consult any lawyers. Just shut your mouth. Sorry, but you don't do anything.
9: Okay, so only, I, I think my lawyer, company lawyer, who says that we should file an inquiry to the USCIS. No,
1: it was approved in EB2. I,
9: I can read it. Okay, but they're saying... Underlying... three and I
1: would not do it.
9: Okay, okay. But the, I think our only argument is that underlying is still EB3. I think we should inquire... No, underlying is, not ED3, underlying
1: is not EB3. Underlying is EB2.
9: Okay, okay. So they it's automatically... The same
1: it. They have an authority to do so. Okay. They have an authority to do so.
9: Okay. And my company, like EB1, EB2, and EB3, is. there.
1: Let me tell you, there are one other case which we got an RFE. But we did not wanted a green card approval on EB2. There's a problem because there is an age out kid, though. We put a green sheet and everything saying that don't approve my client's green card. We put in because the problem is the child is getting aged out. Let's if see. that's not your issue, though, I don't want you to consult any lawyer. You're good. I don't want you to do any steps. Even if you do all the steps, they will just come up after of all the lawyer's fees. They'll say we approved an EB two. What's your problem?
10: Yeah.
1: Next person, please. Raju. Just a way of making money for the lawyers. Yeah. If it's EB three, that's the reason I told the other guys. If it's EB three, they should consult a lawyer, but not in your case. Mr. Naidu. Uh, yeah, go ahead, uh, Catherine. Hello, no, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, I can.
3: Hello sir, Uh, thank you for taking my call. My situation is um, with my current employer, I got a PERMA audit and they are responding tomorrow. And the attorney said that it is a generic uh, recruitment uh, template audit and it will take four months. And my priority date is Jan 2012. So I reached out to my previous employer and they are saying that it will take them around two months for H-1B. And then when I'm on their payroll, then only they will apply my I-485. So that puts me sometime in mid of July. So in this situation, is it better that I still stay with this current company or move to the previous company because we don't know the numbers in October?
1: Yeah, if I were you, I would move to the previous company.
3: Okay even though there is only one and a half month difference between them?
1: I don't know. It may be four months, it may be longer. I'm going to take the first opportunity that comes on my table and go. What's the difference in salary percentage-wise?
3: With my current company, I'm losing almost 50K, my stocks and bonuses and everything.
1: I am going to the old company.
3: Okay. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you for that.
1: Next person, please.
6: Ijaz.
11: Hi. Uh, so my this is regarding a B1B2 visa. Like uh, my mom uh, came last year November twenty-first, uh, and uh, she, we were planning to extend our uh, I94. And then we realized like uh, our uh, I94 is wrongly updated. So we went to Baltimore Airport today to get the I94 updated. And like they asked us what's the reason you're going to go back anyway in may and um, mom panicked and she said like she wants to stay with her grandson for a little more time and then uh, she that, uh, the officer started asking she like you know that like if she's going to stay that's going to cause an issue in your H&B status and then you, she's supposed to stay only for six months then we said like uh, no like we did not go anywhere outside because of the pandemic so we want to stay like like then he was asking like uh when is the pandemic going to end is so, like uh, yeah no no then yeah there is no pandemic oh come
1: yeah they can they can tell whatever they want to yeah. come to the point though i do not want so your mom my to
11: question is, i yeah, do not want my, your mom to
1: extend you you don't want
11: your mom to extend i do not want your mom to extend
1: it the reason is that whenever you extend it it's going to create a problem if he wants to come back again okay So, normally, six months is a good time for them to visit, not more than that.
11: So, you say, like, it's better to go back then? Yes. That
1: has nothing to do with what that guy speaks. I know, you you walked into the lion's den, they can speak whatever they want to. But I still want you to leave, uh, have her leave in May, though. Because if you extend it, it may always create a problem for a later date. Okay? Okay. Okay. So Next person.
9: Okay. One more
11: question. Sorry, one more question. Uh, This is quick. Uh, So, like, my... A green card uh, priority date is like a uh, Jan 11, 2015. So in my uh, birth certificate uh, and my uh, like a uh, passport, like a uh, this one small spelling change. Like uh, my actual mom's name is like Aye, like A-Y-E-S-H-A, which is the correct name. The which is what is there in birth certificate, but in the passport is A-Y-E-E-S-H-A. So not still, a problem. Not, not a problem. problem.
1: When you write the natural our language into English, so the spellings are different. So nothing wrong with it. It's not, it should not cause any problem for you in getting the green card. Next person,
12: please. Rakesh. Uh, uh, hello, Raul sir. Uh, thanks for taking my call. So uh, my uh, 485 is uh, like, sorry, my priority date is uh, July, 2014. And uh, it's on EB3. I'm with the full-time with another one employer for uh, around uh, it's eight years right now. Did so, you file
1: the for application?
12: Yes. Okay. And ahead. that was filed on uh, 2020. Uh, the, the date moved very fast, right? The 2020. So yeah, yeah I'm pretty aware of it. Yeah, go ahead. So, so the question is right now, because EB2 is moving uh, faster, So, right now with my current employer, I'm eligible for EB2. So, do you recommend uh, to start my EB2? uh, EB2 means uh, start
3: from labor? Yes. You don't have an
12: option. It has to start from labor, everything, right? Again, like power, Right. Right. There is not. Uh,
1: Can you unmute him?
12: Sorry, go ahead, Rakesh. Oh, sorry. No, my question was like, if they, they, if the date is current, it's, there is no, like, there is no direct option. Like I can directly file the 140. Is that option something no, you there? have to file the labor? You have to file the labor. labor. Okay. Uh, the other question is like, uh, uh, back in like October 2021, I got a RFE. Even though my date was not current, I got an RFE saying like, uh, medical documents to be submitted. So I submitted on, uh, I think, November 2021. Mm-hmm. But till now, the case is not updated. It is still showing like uh, uh, there was a RFP sent. So, do Can I need you inquire to inquire uh, with Emma if they have received it? If not, send a medical. Uh, do I, should I inquire to a USAS? Inquire with
1: Emma, Emma, USCS Emma, the bot. OK, OK. Check with them if the RFA has been received. If not, send it again.
12: Okay. And uh, with this period, like if I'm initiating EB2 with my current employer, uh, in that case, I cannot switch uh, on EAD, right? So I should not switch. No, labor. if you
1: switch EAD, then, then you will have to file a EB2 with the new employer. Not from labor again. Okay. Yes. Next person, please. So, uh, I'll get
13: two more slides. Hi, Mr. Rahul. Uh, thank you for no. taking my call. I have a question regarding my daughter. Uh, mm-hmm. By the time I applied for my I-485, she aged mm-hmm. out. And uh, mm-hmm. I received my green card on November 5th, 2021. And mm-hmm. she aged by a few months, I guess. So I'm always one. The aged out. Yes, mm mm-hmm. By a few months, like four or five months. When you say four or five months from what time, November 5th, 2021, or before? Uh, before. Uh, our uh, I 485 priority, de- uh, sorry, I 485 received date was February 4th, 2021. And she was born on April 14, 1999.
1: So by February of 2021, she already aged out? Yes. You already calculated the CSP age.
13: Uh, that's my question I mean will see will uh, people under CSPA
1: do you know what a CSPA age is
13: uh, I know it is 21 and unmarried but there is a no CSPA age is you know how long your I-140 was pending yes my I-140 uh, the approval date was, uh, no, was
1: how long your I-140 was pending? Pending.
13: Pending, okay. So, from November 2017 till I-485 receipt date was February
1: 2021. No, 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 no. I-140 was pending.
13: So, that means between the notice date and receipt date for I-140? Ah, uh,
1: Okay. You, When was your I-145? When was your I-140 approved?
13: Okay. My I-140 was filed in uh, November 24,
1: 2017. Mm -hmm.
13: And I got it approved on December 4, 2017.
1: So it was only uh, pending for less than one month. When did your daughter turn 21 years old? Uh, April 14,
13: 2021.
1: And you filed the 485 in February of
13: 2021? Yes. February. Why didn't
1: you include it? Why do, what, so this uh, this no, this is an EB1 category that you got your I-140 approved? Yes, EB1. Then why did not you file for your daughter's 485
13: no, in February I think 2021? That, yeah, I think I, I'm wrong here. She was born in 1999. Oh, so come is- on. Let's not start all over again.
1: You, you have to have a consultation. Next person, please. You said she became 21 on April 14, 2021. Now you're you're telling that she became it, it, it is probably worth for you to have a consultation with all the dates, okay? Because I'm noting all the dates and you're changing them for me. Next person, please. Sorry about that.
6: Washi.
10: Hey, Raul. Thanks for doing this. Uh, so I worked for a company A, which started my green card process, applied for a perm, and got my I-140 approved. I was a senior engineer at the time. And then company A sold our unit off to company B and company B applied for a new perm. Um, I switched back to company A, where I work as a senior engineering manager. Do I have to redo the application? I work less than 15 miles from the original location. Wait, wait, wait. Company A, which filed
1: for I one forty, which got approved, but you moved to Company B.
10: No, uh, so uh, my company got sold off. That that unit got sold off. Just that unit uh-huh. got sold off to Company okay. B, and Company uh-huh. B applied for a new perm. Okay. I switched back to Company A at a, a. different unit.
4: Mm-hmm.
10: Which
1: at a different unit, which is only fifteen miles from the current unit. Correct.
10: But my not, role not. Mm-hmm. My my role was a senior man, a senior engineer at the time when I first filed in company A. And what then, kind of
1: engineers? There's like petroleum engineer, chemical engineer. What engineer?
10: Manufacturing. Okay, it's like industrial engineering or uh, mechanical engineering. Correct. So I'm I'm still okay. doing the same thing, but I have more responsibilities and I have more people.
1: I have people not reporting. according,
10: not according to me.
1: Okay, not according to me. You don't need any new labor certification if I were your lawyer, okay?
10: Okay, any recommendations to my lawyer then? What would you recommend?
1: Now, just make sure that you explain to him that it is in the same MSA. The job is in the same MSA. The second thing is that your job duties have not changed significantly. Okay. Right. Uh, if anybody has any questions, guys, uh, you can post it in the chat. I will try to answer it. If you post it to everybody, not to Rahul Reddy, but everybody. I'll try to answer it if you can post it. Um, Shankar, in India, notary is always done on a stamp paper or a bonded paper though. So it's not done in in a paper like in USA. In India, the rules are it must be a stamp paper. There must be a stamp attached there. Uh one second. My underlying EB3 I140 has April 2013, whereas my EB2, uh both the same company. Can I interfile is under EB2 and request them to use? Why is that the why is that the priority date has not been reflected properly, Vijay? Um because it should have been reflected on EB2 also though. So definitely, you can file an interfile, the EB two, and tell them the priority date is not properly reflected on the uh, on the I one forty. So sh- you should get the green card. You can you can still do so. That's fine. You, yeah, I got your point, uh, Vijay. You can st- still do so. Uh, I have my H one filed this year. I want to travel to India. If if I don't get picked, you know, I know. S- Sometimes the second lottery will come in, in July. Is it okay if I'm in India during the pick? Um, yeah, you can be in India, Srisha, when you get the pick, though. But you should be here when you file the application. So once you get picked, you can always come back, and uh, then you can file the H one B application. Praveen, you are eligible for the uh, Praveen. You are eligible for the uh, green card process. But the only thing is that it will be EB3. I will not even try to attempt an EB2 for you. I will not try to attempt. Happy, the, yes, we are seeing a lot more notices uh, from coming where cases are getting moved to NBC. My H4, My wife's H4 EAD is pending. Can me and my wife travel outside to the United States and pending? H4EAD application. I'm assuming it's if it's only H4EAD though, uh, I don't see any problem in her traveling outside the country and coming back. Is G- USCIS approving GC uh, directly skipping EAD and EB1? ED, yes, we have we have seen a lot of those things. That the EB1, uh, I, I will not say a lot of them, But especially the cases that we filed uh, on or after September of 2021, they're not approving year in AP. They're just approving the green card, denying the year in AP. Can I transfer H-1B from India if my priority date is current? To different employer yes you can but you may only get one year h1b instead of three years if your final action date is correct uh, can i use my green card ead can i go back to non-immigrant visa status yes you can Uh, You just have to go, if your I-94 is still valid, you can just go to Mexico and come back or you can go for H-1B stamping and get the H-1B stamping and come back into the United States. Um, Sam, the H-4 EAD will still go through though. Just because you changed the company, the company lawyer cannot, will not withdraw your wife's EAD though. Uh, However, I want you to file one more H-4 EAD along with your wife's company. The reason that I want you to do it is because sometimes they just notice the the H-1B withdrawn and they may deny the EAD sometimes though. So that's the reason I want you to as a backup plan file one more H-4 EAD. Dilip, um, can you submit I-485J after 180 days? No. The reason is that I sense that the company has not approved you filing the 485 application, though. That's the only reason I can think about why you don't want to include, and that will be considered fraud if you do so. It's up to you, 8244, that if you want to resend the medicals, it's up to you. Job change after 485 interfile within 180 days. Can they deny my GS? I don't think so. I, I really don't think so, though. They can deny. It. At the most, they may deny the interfiling of the EB3 to EB2. I cannot imagine how they can deny your green
4: card application.
1: Rohit, you can do one thing. I mean, you should get into the lottery system, though, to get the H-1B approval. And on October 2nd or 3rd, though, you can go to Mexico and come back. Uh, if you don't know how that is, it's called Margarita Switch. You can think about that. Uh, but but I, the reason I want you is that I want you to be counted towards the lottery system and then still go back to the nonprofit organization. There is a way to do it. It's called Margarita Switch, that you can do it or if you get confused, you can make a consultation. I will give you the idea how you can get the lottery at the same time, still go back to the old company, but you'll have to trip, make a trip to Mexico though. H1B amendment class section has been pending since December. Do are recommend making, I'm currently working on H1B receipt status. When is your I-94 expiring, though? Uh, Because you said, because when is your current I-94 expiring? I don't know. If the current I-94 has expired, then definitely, uh, you know, it depends on when the I-94 expires. If the I-94 expiring in June of 2022, which is actually only a a month away, I would rather want you to do the premium processing to get it, uh, uh, because... You'll get one more chance of extending it. If by any chance it's get denied. Yeah, Rohit, it's called Margarita switch. I'm going to send you the link. Watch the first 20 minutes of this video, Rohit. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow uh, at 1130 AM. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman daily podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information, or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites